giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 257 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, today is Sunday, March 26, 2017, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Saunders, is there to take your questions. And so I guess this will be a good, good show, hopefully, today. We've got some some big news uh, to, to talk about. And, of course, uh, the big news of the week is I got the mantle of command, those legendary shoulders for my Beastmastery spec. I... <laughs> Not that 7.2 is coming out, but that Dark Brew got his shoulders. Well, yeah, there's and that, too. That I too, got a I legendary, guess. too. I got a ring. Uh, which one? I don't know. It's, it's a good Beastmaster ring. That's why you're legendary, so it's special. Oh, the Apex. It must be. Yeah. But I mean, I know we That's talked about cool the sh- the shoulders last week, and I certainly read the the article that you wrote all about that uh, Bendek. But until you, if you don't have the shoulders, and you know, and, and until you actually get them and have them and are wearing them and see them in action, it's 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 hard to really comprehend just how amazing and how much fun they really are to have. <clears throat> it's it's insane. It's ridiculous. And, it's, it's a different spec almost. I mean, what is your crit? up to right now uh it's just about 37 percent. okay I, I mine's much lower than that at least probably half that and i'm looking at this to get some crit gear i think just for the fun of it but but even with the relatively low crit rating that i have it we're trying one with the pack it's still pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah just the more crit you get with that talent it's just going to get better and better and it's just it's insane it's like so i've had boss fights where i've had like 90% uptime on Bestial Wrath. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's something I didn't ha- really realize, quite realize would, would happen, right? Where you get these Dire Beast procs, and the next thing you know, Bestial Wrath is ready to go, but you haven't even finished the... The, the, the one current you, one. Yeah, the yeah. current one. And you're like, oh, wait, <laughs> let me finish this one first, and then uh, and then pop the next one. It's really, it's 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 a heck of a lot of fun. And like I said, just just sort of so little downtime, and you know, you, there's a lot more you have to pay attention to with focus capping and things like that. So I, I know you made your argument and your pitch way back when for this to sort of be baseline for for Beast Mastery, and I, I having played with it now, I kind of have to agree with that. That it would just make the spec so much more enjoyable if this were an uh, just a, a re- regular part of it, and just sort of baseline with with Dire Beast. Yeah, it's uh, it it gets pretty fun with Dire Frenzy too because you can you can keep those stacks rolling a lot, like a lot longer, the uh, attack speed stacks on your pet. Oh yeah, and I haven't really you know have to look at that too. And, and Dire Frenzy, I mean, I'm, I assume that you're mostly using that, I guess, for single target situations rather than full time. Well, I actually I don't you don't use it that much right now, but I I tried it out and that that part's neat, but uh. No, I, I like using Stomp with uh, mm-hmm. with one with the pack. It's just it's just nice having all those pets out, and you know, then you get all the extra Cobra shot damage. Like my Cobra shot, 
Sometimes it crits almost as hard as my kill command <laughs> because of that way of the cobra. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, so I'm going to start looking at crit gear. I missed out on a piece. I forget what it was. It was a neck piece. I want to say off a Crocious drop this week, and it was like nine, ten item level. Oh man! And oh, I, I, you, just, you didn't get it? No, I didn't get it. Someone else got it. Oh, uh, uh, but I was yeah. That's the that's the neck you want. But I saw that it, neck, and, I, and then oh, there's that's a, it. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a ring off spell blade. That's the other one you want. Yeah, I was eyeing that. Uh, we we killed Spellblade uh, this week. Did didn't drop, but that's that's the one. That's the other piece that I have my eye on. But I was like, oh, that neck. Oh, wanted it so bad. And and the good news is the shoulders aren't going to be changing. Uh, in seven point two, I think there are other other legendaries are getting some changes to it, but not those shoulders. So why don't we dive now into uh, patch seven point two, which is going to drop on Tuesday. Uh, not the new raid. The raid is. I don't think they've announced a release date for the raid, but we're thinking, what, at least a couple months out before we see that yeah. drop? It sounds like it's going to be 11 or 12 weeks, because there's 11 weeks of the campaign, okay. and I'm guessing it's going to unlock the week after that. So, so that would make June. sense. Yeah, so yeah. you're talking, yeah, getting into, into early summer. So you can line up a new raid with your new Feathermane pet. Hmm. And all that other good stuff. So, so we do want to dive into. There's a lot to talk about. I put in some notes here because I think Bendik or uh, Delirium, you were figuring maybe it'd be a good time to dive into the artifact traits and into some detail uh, that are coming out on Tuesday. So, why don't we start with that and then maybe look at some other things? We want to touch on the one talent change there first, the Dire Frenzy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so, Dire Frenzy. I've complained about this forever, but. Now it finally works outside of melee range. Um, just like Kill Command does, how if it's, you're 25 yards away, it'll charge in and then attack. And this makes Dire Frenzy so much better. Like, I think if you haven't tried it before, you should definitely try it in 7.2. Yeah, that is a nice change. And then I think that the exact note is like Dire Frenzy will now additionally cause your pet to charge up to 25 yards towards the target. And so, like I said, it wasn't doing that now. What? But Dire Beast was, I take it? I mean, I hadn't really thought about it, but... Well, Dire Beast, they just... Uh, they just You can use right Dire Beast. For, yeah. And if you stomp, they, they charge at the target, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh... And Dire Beast, you can use it 40 yards away, so... But yeah, this is... It's really nice, because it actually even gives you more opportunities to quickly target switch. You know? Like... You can jump your pet all over the place now. With Kill Command and Dire Frenzy, it's like two teleports. And that's really so. nice. I mean, in, in because, you know, I mean, most of these fights have, well, there's very, I don't think there are any single, just, you know, fights where there's, where you don't have to switch to something different at some point. Even, you know, some of those fights have at least one, one ad somewhere along the line that you have to, have to target. But that, that's, that is handy to do. So that was a long time coming, I guess. And then I think binding shot. I mean, we you know Stomp just got a tooltip fix. Nothing, nothing much there. And so no, no changes there. And I think, uh, binding shot really just some changes for PvP. So, uh, yeah. lo- lowering the duration of the, of the stun for binding shot to just something to keep in mind if you're using that in PvP. 
But have we seen, I know we, so why don't we review some of the artifact traits because, um, and sort of what will be happening with the artifact power, right? So we're going to get those, uh, some of that artifact power refunded to us, um, on Tuesday when we log in. You got to do a quest first, but yeah, it's, it'll be pretty quick. You get everything above 35 refunded. And then if you're at 54, you'll have enough to buy three traits. Um, or no, sorry, four traits. And you'll be very close to your fifth. Probably get it the same day. And then what about artifact power that you've just got saved or unused? Or is that, is that, are they going to give that back to you or are you just going to lose it at that point? You mean on your weapon but not spent? Or yes. the tokens? Uh, not the tokens, but just stuff that you haven't spent or either, either or. I mean, are they, they're not, are they introducing new tokens too? Or I don't, I didn't think they were, but. Yeah, the tokens just go, are, are useless. You can just vendor them. Vendor them. Okay. I, me- I remember they, they were, they were manufacturing things in such a way that they didn't want you saving up hundreds and millions and millions of right. artifact power going into the, into the patch. Yeah, but, which I they've mean, basically done with everything now. For everything 7.1 is useless, it seems. It is. It feels a little bit like a giant treadmill. I think, Bendik, you were complaining about this. <laughs> some, of, yeah. some of the things this week. And, and for good reason. I mean, as you say, it's like, Every, it feels like we, we've kind of climbed this mountain and now we're going to have to do it all over again. Yeah. I was, I was just kind of mad about all my, uh, stacks of, uh, champion equipment that's not going to be useful anymore. Yep. I farmed a bunch of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, mm-hmm. I'm just going to farm all these out so that I don't have to worry about champion equipment for the rest of Legion. Well, so much for that. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like that's true with the uh, the tokens for I don't know, insignias, are they called? Or whatever, to give you rep. Yeah, that too, yeah. Yeah, the rep don't too, where we're going to be useless as well. I mean, if you are already at a, exalted with, with these reputations, which, you know, most people probably are at this point. But, and I, I don't know, I, I've tried to look at my artifact weapon, but I don't, I'm above 35, but I'm not not, not close to 54. So I'll have to continue to farm a bunch of that artifact power <laughs> starting again on Tuesday. Yeah, you're really not going to be that far behind because because of the way artifact knowledge is going up. In a few days, you would probably catch up in terms of mm-hmm. artifact power because the the first artifact knowledge you unlock, 26, it's uh, it's four times the artifact power of 25. So. And which is good. I mean, so in, you know, in, in doing the raids and things, you actually get a fair, a decent amount of artifact power just, just from those, the bosses themselves in those raids. So that'll be, that'll be worth more now, which would be nice. Yep. So let's go ahead and take a look at, I guess, then the artifact traits. We'll start with, with Beast Mastery and then we can work down to the other, other two specs. But, uh, so we've got Bond of the Unseen Path, which just increases damage by 10% and stamina by 10% as well. That's the same everybody gets yeah. on every spec. Uh, one of the other ones was Slithering Serpents, which reduces the cost of Cobra Shot by two focus, which 
I guess it's not bad. I'm just trying to think, you know, uh, now that I have the shoulders, anyway, the shoulders focus isn't a huge issue, but. <laughs> Actually, this is a really nice trait because uh, once you have four points in it, then your Cobra shot costs 32 focus at all times. Um, so you're basically getting a lot of the benefits that the legendary belt gives you. Mm-hmm. Now every, everyone gets it now. Um, in terms of like its value, it's like on a relic. It's second only to the kill command traits, but it's not far behind them. It, uh, I don't know. It, it, it does improve the rotation too. You just feel less focused, starved, and overall nicer, casting more stuff. Right. And so I guess it gives, gonna, gives you that. Go ahead. You're going to go kill 404 and kill command and then start working on the slithering serpents? Or what, are there any others you're going to fill out before you? work to that one no i'm, I'm gonna go for slithering serpents first and then and then the next two that we're going to talk about and then kill command gotcha and, and one of the next ones is is thunder slash which it says while aspect of the wild is active hattie and your primary pet also trigger a thunder lash with each auto attack dealing 100 percent attack power and then nature damage and that's a thunder slash thunder slash Yes, and even though the tooltip doesn't say it, it is AOE, or a cone anyway, in front of the pet. So this all of a sudden turns Aspect okay. of the Wild from a, from a mediocre cooldown to pretty good cooldown, especially in AOE. Yeah, I was going to say, because it basically adds a damage component to this ability that, that didn't necessarily exist before. Interesting. I wonder how that works now, because, I mean... When I got the shoulders, um, I had to give up one of my other two legendaries, so I, which I had the, the pants, um, which are getting a crit, uh, stat added to it, which would be nice. And then I had the trinket, uh, the kill Jaden's burning wish, so I actually had to, to shelve, uh, kill Jaden's burning wish, cause I had nothing, I hadn't, I didn't have a good set of leggings for, <laughs> to replace yeah. the, the, the legendary, so I had to stick with that, but, uh, the trinket I had was the one that reduced the cooldown of uh, Aspect of the Wild. Yeah. This will be so yeah, that, trin- that, that trinket gets a little better, as does um, Call of the Wild, the uh, the bracers. Legendary bracers that reduce mm-hmm. uh, the cooldown by 35%. Right. So right. those were already like the the worst BM legendary, and I don't think it, this, is, it, this isn't going to make him the best one, but or at least going to be more up there with the others, you know? It'll certainly help. Um, so this is a nice, nice ability. So where does that rate? I mean, in terms of you said you were going to go with for slithering serpents first, were you going to go to for thunder slash next or? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a pretty good DPS increase. So I would definitely go for that next. And then the last one was Cobra Commander, which is this Cobra shot, uh, has a 10% chance to create two to four sneaky snakes that attack the target for six seconds. So that at least sounds yeah. fun. So when it was first on the PTR, it was really, really bad. Like it did almost no damage. Um, so what happens is it spawns a couple little snakes. They're kind of like the snakes from the old snake trap. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they attack your target for like no damage, just for flavor, I guess. But they apply like a, a dot, a poison. And that's the main source of the damage. So 
right now they it's like a DPS increase, but it's not like it's I think it's less than Thunder Slash though, which is kinda weird since it's the golden train. Um also the snakes they count towards Wave the Cobra, uh the talent has like uh, more pets for more cobra shot damage. Okay, so you might be able to spawn. So with that talent, you might be able to spawn more snakes out of it. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. nice little synergy with that talent. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's still an increase, though. Um, I'm not 100 percent if it's going to be if it's more increased than a kill command trait, but I think it's pretty close. So, and there's a good chance that if it's really low, Blizzard will fix it anyway. So I think I'm just going to go for that after Thunder Slash. Which makes sense, and then I mean, so, uh, and and it sounds like the damage on this ability is somewhat variable too, right? I mean, you know, depending on the number of snakes. Actually, the number of snakes, or, or does yeah. it not? The number of snakes, that? it's really weird. Like, the, no matter how many snakes spawn, they only they only put one dot on the target. So. Okay. So I guess in that case it's consistent, but a ten percent chance is pretty random. Yeah, ten percent no... is, is is low on top of that. I just was wondering if there was an additional, uh, you know, random quality to it by based on the number of snakes that that spawn, um, if that was going to Im- increase the damage. You know, having max four versus say two, but you're saying it doesn't look like it, which is which is good, I guess. Yeah, it's, I think it's got a few issues, so hopefully Blizzard looks at it. And I think it's still safe to grab it, though, because whether you take Kill Command first or this, it's a week later, it's not going to matter what mm-hmm. you took first. And we sort of talked about relics, and I guess I haven't looked, and I, and I meant to. Are there relics to support these new traits coming yeah, there is for the four for the four point trait. So slithering serpents in this case. Mm-hmm. I think I saw I think I saw two of them in the new raid. For, uh, well, that was the other question too. I mean, it doesn't sound like we'll be getting them out of Nighthold. So are these just something right. we expect to see in, out of the new raid, or or what are the sources for these? But it doesn't sound like we're going to see them right away here. No, just the new raid, and may possibly one of the new world quests. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be interesting. Although, and are they going to up the quality of the drops from the world quest now, like the baseline, or is that still? Yeah, staying? I think the baseline is eight fifty five now, so still kind of low. But yeah, I mean, if you raid, it's low. I think if you don't raid, yeah. then it's a good level. Well, sure. I mean, that's that's good for for like an alt, I guess. If you have maybe you start you hit one ten and you start doing some world quests, and yeah, you start getting eight. I guess that's pretty good, but but yeah, if you're but raiding, you get but you get eight sixty fives out of mythic now, which is nice. Yeah. Mythic dungeons, that is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and we have some notes on that, so yeah, we'll talk about we'll get to that in a, in a minute. Um, so that's kind of it for for beast mastery. So it looks like they gave us some some pretty decent traits. It looks like we'll we'll up our damage. I mean, I don't know if we can. How how it's all sims out. I mean, if you have you guys looked at that to see how these have simmed out, what do they? You know, how where do they 
what have they done for Hunter DPS or for Beastmaster DPS? Does it has it changed much? I mean, is it? I think Beastmaster is still the highest, but it, I don't think it changes anything significantly. No, I mean they're they're good DPS gains. That's about it. They're probably similar to other classes. I'm guessing they're not like substantial, but they're they're noticeable. I think, especially Thunder Slash. And so, what about Marksman? Um, let's look at their traits. I got. I haven't played Marksmanship in so long. <laughs> I almost forgot what it was like. Um, but of course, they're going to get uh, Deadly Aim, which increases critical strike damage dealt by aim shot by. So that that one already exists. It's just a nerf to it. Nerf to it. Okay, so that one's so it was three percent, and it's going down. They've cut it in half. I guess what's one and a half percent. So it was ten percent, like it went up. At three of three. Hmm. Now I guess it's... Uh, I don't have my notes up. Yeah, I guess it's 1.53 and then 5 and then I don't know if it goes up to 7.5 at 404. Or 6.5. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's pretty meaningless. I'm not sure why they thought that was an important <laughs> thing to nerf. trait to I nerf. Unless there's something in these new traits that would have made it necessary, although I, I, I sincerely doubt that. Of course, they have the acuity of the unseen path, which is their ten uh, percent damage, ten percent stamina. So the, the first one here is unerring arrows, which increases the effectiveness of vulnerability by ten percent. Yeah, so that goes up to forty percent, which is a pretty significant yeah. buff. Um, yeah, and it's kind of fun to play with. In- and it works really well with Patient Sniper if you're used to a Patient Sniper build. And just adds a flat damage increase for uh, any of the builds, unless you're doing kind of the meme spec and not casting um, aimed shot at all. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Which just sounds so weird. Yeah. I think even the memeiest of Hunters now are still casting some aimed shots. They're just not prioritizing <laughs> it quite as much. Nice. Uh, so the other one here is Feet of the Wind, which Aspect of the Cheetah grants you 50% dodge chance and makes you immune to snares. Meh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything with Aspect of the Cheetah in it just sort of raises a red flag that maybe this isn't so good. There's probably some kind of raid mechanic that you can avoid because of getting out of snares. I mean, right now... Mm-hmm. Marksmanship hunters can get out of uh, any snare because of disengage, because almost everybody takes post haste. Yep. But uh, maybe there's something coming where now you can get out of two in a row. I don't know. Botanist, is that the only snare we have to deal with right now? That's all I can um, think of. There's a few in dungeons, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the f- dodge chance, I mean, there is a lot of mechanics you can dodge, so it might be in some cases, it might be a decent damage reduction cooldown, right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure what you would use that that's reliably taking damage if it's raid. No, not reliably, damage. but say there's something that's a, an ability that pulses constantly or something, and if you can avoid half of those pulses, then I don't know. I, see, I don't fully understand dodge and what specifically <laughs> you can dodge. But I just so know sometimes. I just know sometimes. I'm just looking at my scrolling helmet text, mm-hmm. and it's like dodge. I'm like, 
like it would be a really hard hitting ability and I'll dodge it. I'm like, huh, maybe that, maybe that trait isn't totally useless. <laughs> so I don't know. There might be, there might be some like fringe cases that where you can use that to, uh, survive. Cause honestly, I think hunters right now are super squishy. They're like the squishiest class to class, I think. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe. We still have a lot of trouble with Gul'dan, heroic even, um, and a, a lot of wipes at 0%. Not a lot, but every once in a while we get a 0 or 1% wipe. And maybe if I could have just had that extra dodge and a little bit of speed, I could have kited him long enough <laughs> to kill him. It's probably rare, but maybe, who knows? Mm-hmm. All right, so, so their final trait here is Cyclonic Burst, which is that the Trail of Wind left by Wind Burst deals 300% attack power damage every one second to enemies within and reduces their movement speed by 50%. Nah. It doesn't really. Well, the it movement doesn't really, speed, what? It doesn't really do damage, anything, usually. I mean, is the damage component not that... No, it just usually doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. It usually doesn't include count whatever you're hitting as being inside the trail. I don't know oh, if there's a really oh, specific oh. cone that, or line that they have to be standing on, or I don't oh, know. So it's just I had a lot of trouble getting anything to record cyclonic burst damage. A few times, like there was, I was actually just in a dungeon on the PTR trying to record it, <laughs> and I'd have like maybe one out of three things that I'd hit with. Uh, Wind burst would get cyclonic burst damage, but then it might be one or two ticks. It was never like the full, I don't know how long that trail even lasts off the top of my head, but it should be five ticks, especially if they're running straight for you. If you, you know, and they're running mm-hmm. through that line, but I think the most I had was two ticks of it on, on crocodile thing. So yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if in raid, maybe because they have the, uh, larger hitboxes, it'll count them as being inside of it more and you'll get the full five seconds or something, but it was really hard to get it to work at all. That's too bad. So it, it, too it looks bad. like it would be a good uh, AoE damage too, right? Yeah, I mean, if you can get things to stand in a perfect yeah, line. Like, even when I had stuff that, power, uh, not power shot, uh, piercing shot would hit all, you know, hit multiple things or um, and wind burst wouldn't, like the, or cyclonic burst wouldn't hit them. You know, and they're standing in the exact same line, but I don't know. It's just a weird kind of buggy thing. Maybe it'll work better in raids. I was just testing it in a dungeon, you know, just by myself, so. Who knows? Yeah, the problem with these traits is they never gave you an easy way to test them. Yeah. So I feel like they weren't tested enough, like, mm-hmm. like the, the BM golden trait. Just uh, just up until recently is when it got the damage got <coughs> fixed somewhat, and it's just because no one tested it. You know, there was like a handful of logs that I could find that actually had it in there, and that's what I used to submit a bug to Blizzard. And I don't know if that was part of the reason they fixed it, but it just seemed, there was no other discussion about it anywhere because no one could, could test it. You know. And then I found out that you could go into a dungeon on the PTR and then unlock the trait. <laughs> <laughs> but they but don't again, let you do it on a target dummy. Sort of accidental yeah. there on your part. 
Yeah, so it sounds like for marksmanship that the artifact traits are like okay. Like there's really one good one and the other two are just kind of bleh. I mean, how long does that trail of wind last? I've never really paid much attention to it. I mean, I don't know how long it stays on the ground. I think it's five seconds. Okay. And again, obviously you can see some applications for that in, in PvP, certainly. Well, I'm not sure if that trait works in PvP. Uh, I thought traits do, do did work in PvP. Yeah, it's five seconds. Too, but I don't know. I'm PvP much. Well, all right. Well, let's move on then to survival. Uh, Delirium's favorite former spec, maybe at this point, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so, of course, they get ferocity of the unseen path, which is the ten percent damage and ten percent stamina. Then they get Jaws of the Mongoose, which increases the critical strike damage of Mongoose Bite by 5%. Yeah, that's only, that's, uh, again, the one of, one of four is 5%, so it's 20% mm-hmm. yeah, eventually, totally. which is a significant buff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, depending on what your crit chance is, it can be, uh, pretty good. And I think crits for most people is stacking as their, second or third priority stat, so it's not like you can really pile on the crit, but it's not a hated stat either. Mm-hmm. And then there's Talon Bond, which says when Talon Strike Talon Strike triggers, your pet immediately attacks two times. Yeah, this one's kind of weird. It looks a lot like uh, uh, what was our old stat? Multi-Strike. It's like Mm-hmm. Having a little multi-strike on your gear now. Um, I guess except it always happens twice. It, it seemed pretty uh, I don't know, inconsequential, but I guess it's mm-hmm. just a flat damage increase. It's not a lot of damage, but it's some extra. Right. And then the last one was this Echoes of Onara. And it says, Flanking Strike has a 10% chance to summon the Spirit of Onara to smite your foes for... Thousand percent of attack power, which is in nature damage. What is? I haven't looked at Onara. What kind of pet is that? What kind of spirit is that? Is it a person or is it a pet? <laughs> Not sure. It's, it's one of the Tauren. Yeah, it's one. Of the, I thought it was a moose. It's somebody. That's what I was wondering. Moose. Was it a pet moose? Or I'm wondering, is it a pet or is it uh, an actual like NPC spirit? It's like a beast mastery thing. I would think it would be a pet, but I'll think I'll look that up. I'm curious. Survival's a pet spec, also. It is. Yeah, the only thing interesting here is whether it will make uh, animal instincts a more like it'll push animal instincts up in value, which sometimes reduces the cooldown of um, flanking strike. Onara is an eagle spirit, by the way. Eagle, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh. Looks like it would actually make a cool pet, like a spirit beast or something. <laughs> but of these traits, then, what, I mean, when you're looking at their survival, the new artifact traits, Delirium, what, what would you recommended path be then for, for this one? Jaws of the Mongoose first? Um, I mean, you kind of go, go through them in order. And then 
I I so I actually have Sims running in the background right now as we're talking. I was hoping they'd be finished, but they're still going. Um, trying to compare order for some of the four of fours. Obviously, a lot of them aren't worth getting. Um, in before anything else, since mm-hmm. you want to get get to that uh two thousand AP or two thousand agility as quickly as possible. So I'm assuming. We'll go like most specs are, straight to that, and then finish off the 404s on our weapon, or on the old part of the weapon. I don't know what you even call it now. Mm-hmm. Do you mean straight to the golden train? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know in a previous show we talked about, we thought that um, you could oh, right, go straight. Yeah. Right. You could, you used to, we thought you used to be able to go straight to the concordance of the Legion Fall. And skip your crappy traits, but turns out you can't do that. You have to fill out everything before you get that. Right. At least if Wowhead's calculator is correct. Uh, apparently, the it is that too. comes out Tuesday. Yeah, I, I saw a screenshot too of the uh, a tooltip in the game of Concordance, and it said, "Oh, okay." You have to unlock all the traits. Yeah. So you BM hunters get another two percent dodge, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's going to cost like a billion AP for it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Yeah, I I had totally forgotten about that change. Too bad. Yeah, so really the path you take is going to be... It looks like for most specs, we're just going to go for the golden trait and then then start unlocking your highest damage uh, for four traits. So for BM would be, you know, unlock the two kill command ones, then beast cleave, mm-hmm. then unleash the beast, and then the rest basically. Hmm. All right. So outside of artifact changes, we have some notes here on dungeons. Dungeons are getting some some changes that are certainly worth mentioning in in you. Know, um, why don't we want to review those? I mean, because they're changing loot, difficulty, a bunch of other things along those lines. So I think it would be a good idea to it'd be worth reviewing that real quick and just to let people know what's coming. Yep. So I think you have here what normal dungeons are. The, they're going to drop baseline 825 loot. There's uh, heroics getting bumped to 845 and mythic to 865. But that unlike, what is a normal dungeon drop now? I want to say eight ten maybe. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I think it's eight ten. <clears throat> is the difficulty? Go ahead. Is the difficulty going up also on normal and heroic dungeons? Yeah, the damage and health is all going up. Uh, so will they Cross. have to? Uh, like, if you're a fresh one ten, do they get extra gear to start or? No, but the world quest will reward higher gear and Oh right, right. There'll be the broken shore, those uh new gear tokens. Kinda like the baleful tokens from Tanan. Those will probably drop like candy. Gotcha. But that is interesting because that's not something they've they've necessarily done in the past where they've uh kind of scaled the dungeons as the gear has gone up a little bit, which I think is a good idea. I mean, you know, because... yeah. You know, I think it's really good. They're all about. They're trying to keep dungeons relevant for yeah 
instead of just the first two weeks of an expansion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's still not really relevant, though. They need to just make new ones or give up. I don't approve. You don't approve of this? You'd rather them keep yeah. it, keep them low? Yeah, I mean, especially with the Mythic Pluses, you could have just gone up to a higher difficulty level. It's not like you have to go through the whole 1 through 15 or if it would be 1 through 20. But instead, it just kind of cuts the floor out for people who you know aren't raiding or aren't playing, um, aren't already geared. Mm-hmm. And for those of us who are raiding, you know, especially if you're in a heroic or mythic guild, none of that stuff matters anyways because you've already got way better gear. So I'm not sure well, who they're trying to make it really help. I guess it just what makes it less of a AOE fest. Just go in there and burn everything. And for some of those, I mean, although in, with some of the gear that we have now, the raid gear we have now, some of those are pretty they're they're pretty basic anyway, and they they're pretty easy to yeah. blow through as it is. I don't know that the even upping the mythics will make that big of a difference. I mean, I think the mythic pluses, it's definitely going to make a difference. Those are still for, you know, a normal or heroic, even mm-hmm. geared player. It's still, uh, you know, the higher mythic pluses are pretty tough. I don't think they're, they're not impossible or anything, but for your average player, I think they're, you know, a challenge. It's not face roll. Right, right. Uh, it should be noted too that the upper and lower Karazhan are what they're, they're, they're now having Mythic Plus and they're going to be heroic. Like they're going to become heroic dungeons as well. Yeah. Meaning you can queue for them. Now, do you still have to have the, uh, go through that attunement uh, process for that? I wonder, or can you just queue for them now? And does it matter? I have no idea, but the attunement, I, I don't think it's very long. I think you just do some quests, right? I don't, I don't even, I don't even remember what it entailed, but it wasn't very long. Uh, I, I, no, it wasn't hard. You just had to run a bunch of mythic dungeons, basically. Like almost everything they have in this game. <laughs> they send you into a mythic difficulty dungeon to go get. No, it wasn't that, wasn't that for, um, the artifact appearance? The one you have to mm-hmm. run all the dungeons? Uh, whatever that, you know, the raid, the raid appearance is what's it called. Mm-hmm. I thought Kara was really a really quick unlock. Maybe it was just like one or two dungeons. I don't know. I think you had but to I, run some mythic yeah, I don't remember. dungeons for that. Like I said, that seems to be like their go-to thing. This expansion for unlocking anything, whether it's recipes for crafting, and they, you know they just seem to send you into various mythic dungeons. And they're not changing that, right? So, I mean, you're still not going to be able to queue for a normal, regular baseline mythic dungeon. Right. I think. Yeah. Which would almost be nice at this point, uh, especially if you're in raid gear. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't go in there with a a random group and knock one of those out. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they made mythic dungeons this expansion be a lot like heroic dungeons were the last expansions. Yeah. So I'm not sure why they keep that name or the restrictions on them. Mythic Plus, I think you want to... I wouldn't want a random queue for many of those. No, I wouldn't. And that's what I'm saying. You know, the, yeah, they've got the but, Mythic Plus now, so that makes perfect sense, especially as you know, you get the keystones and they, they scale up in difficulty. Whereas the regular Mythic, because we were just doing that with some folks just the other day, just to complete that, that weekly quest, you know, run four Mythic Dungeons, mm-hmm. and we just, you know, 
did Maw of Souls four times in a row just, just to knock out the quest. And it was a joke, you know, with everyone that was yeah. in the raid gear. I mean. Yeah. I think, I think our mythic dungeons in Legion are about as difficult as heroic dungeons in Mist of Pandaria were and mm-hmm. significantly easier than heroic dungeons in most of, uh, Cataclysm were. So Cataclysm was, when, when, especially when that, that, that first launch, those heroic dungeons were, some of the hardest ones I, I remember seeing. Yep. Yeah, there were some there were some wipe fests in there. Oh yeah. They were all hard. <laughs> Although in definitely in Greens, I thought MOP had some pretty tough uh mm-hmm. heroic dungeons. I think that Shadow Pan Monastery, I remember wiping with random groups in there a lot. Mm-hmm. And nobody could figure out how to kill that big bug and siege. I can't remember what that what it was called. The dungeons it was a long time ago. But yeah, and all the troll dungeons in 4.1, that was really hard for yes. a random group. Yeah. And it was such a change, too, just and not to digress too much, but because at the end of Wrath of the Lich King, they were so easy <laughs> right. to, to plow through. And then all of a sudden you went from the, to, from the, the Cataclysm. It was like, oh my gosh. Well, since everybody's got different levels of artifact power and different levels of gear, it's really, really hard to gauge how much easier or harder something is this time around because I don't have raid gear and my AP is pretty low. So mm-hmm. compared to yeah. what you guys have got, yeah. it's easy for you. And for me, it's True. like, yeah, no. So, I mean, I was thinking comparing, compared to like when we came in with green gear, you could go in and do, you know, greens and a few blues probably when you finish leveling. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go in and do a mythic dungeon with your guildmates and complete it pretty yeah i mean it wasn't difficult it wasn't as difficult as a mythic plus 15 is now for sure um but and and i think that was about the same level as heroics were in other expansions and the mythic plus is nice so i did one the other day it was just this horrible combination i went i'm it was i forget what level it was it was beyond it was higher than 10 um but we had like teaming i think which was like Extra trash. Oh yeah, a few of those. And then we had the ability where it was, uh, the tanks can't hold threat to save their lives, basically. Yeah. Skittering (laughs) or skittish? Yeah, something like the thing skittish and teaming. It was like, oh, just wretched combination. Yeah, I really, I I don't like doing those when, uh, it all requires that, like, all the mechanics are on the tank or all the mechanics are on the healers. Mm -hmm. It makes it, uh, I don't know, just you can't control whether you wipe or not and it's very frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll take that's all the what, volcanic or, or sanguine volcanic. Those are all fine. I just don't like it when, uh, yeah, you have to rely on a tank doing well. Mm-hmm. Unless my pet can tank it. Yeah, but that, that combination where, yeah, the tank wasn't going to be able to, uh, hold much aggro and we were going to have a lot of things that he wasn't going to be able to hold aggro against. <laughs> It really, really slowed things down. In fact, we, we didn't even come close to beating the timer. It beat us by a long, long way. But looking then, so they've also adjusted the drop rates for, or not the drop rates, the, uh, item levels for the gear from the Mythic Plus. So it looks like what Mythic 2 and 3, 870 baseline, uh, 4 and 5, 875, uh, 6, 7 is 880, 
89 is 885, and then 10 plus will be 890 will be the uh, the baseline gear. Yeah, that's nice. I think I feel like that's right at the level it should be. Because yeah, well, I mean, when they presented Mythic Plus, the idea was it was an alternative to progression mm-hmm. rating. Yeah. Or like although a different I, path to gearing. Although it's the thing, like I said, it makes sense right now, but, you know, once Tumas Argeris opens, it'll feel weak again, I guess, unless they, oh. I don't know that they're going to do an adjustment when the new raid, I wonder if they'll do an adjustment I'm, when the raid comes I'm out. I'm sure they're going to do a 10 through 15 at that point, just like mm-hmm. they did for 7. Right. Yeah, they are. They already did in 7.1, they did, first they, they stopped at 10, and then they upped it to 12, and then mm-hmm. they upped it to 15. Right. Yeah. So they'll probably do the exact Good. same thing. Yeah. And then yeah, that keeps it relevant, difficult, fun. Yeah. And this is going to change what we get on a weekly order hall chest as well. And I guess the question is, does this apply from what we did last week? So like Tuesday, yeah. like adjusted. From Lore's, from Lore's post, it really looks like it does count. Like if you did a 10 through 15 this week, you're going to mm-hmm. get at least a 905 piece on Tuesday. Yeah. Which is sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. Yeah. yeah a pretty so just... mythic level piece of gear. Yeah. So I think Mythic 2 will be 875 gear, 3 will be 880, and then 4 is 885, and 5 will be 890, as well as 6 will also be 890, and then 7 and 8 will be 895, and then Mythic 9, 900, and then 10 plus will be 905. So uh, if you ran a Mythic 10 plus this past week, then yeah, 905 piece of gear. It will be something you already have, by the way, or something you won't need, or you have a legendary yeah, in that slot. For sure. <laughs> Because that's how it always works, but right. Yeah, did I tell you I managed to get um, two level nine hundred relics that both have dodge chance on them? <laughs> no, good work. <laughs> yeah, and they're different relics too. So there is actually two relics out there with that trait, and I got both of them. It's pretty. Yeah, nice. I actually, I was able to play survival in mythic raiding this week because uh, I got a great relic out of my chest. Last Tuesday, so uh, hmm. so I brought that one up to I think I'm at nine twelve, which isn't as high as my marksmanship weapon, but it's at least you know comparable, and I can play it. It's not like a huge you know twenty percent nerf to play survival now. So yeah, I don't know how I got so lucky. I've never gotten anything worth having out of that chest before, but this week I did well, which probably means my nine oh five next week will be worthless. Yeah, for me and Darker, we're we're gonna get shoulders in there. Yeah. Exactly. I think I did get Most a pair of likely. shoulders out of my, uh, was it the weekly heroic cash this week? I think I got shoulders or I got, I, I don't, I'll have to go back and look, but it was something I definitely did not need or could not use for sure. And so the thinking here maybe is that the new mythic, uh, plus nine will be, uh, equal to the mythic plus 15 in terms of difficulty. Yeah, that's what I've heard people say. Which I think, so, and we'll all get more power from our weapons too. I mean, yeah. baseline we go up about a half a percent, but then anything, any traits on top of that is going to be easily 5, 10, 15 percent increase in damage output. So, yeah, so that's kind of weird. So, because they, they haven't changed the 
third trait still activates on 10 plus, right? Like fortified or tyrannical? Oh, you know, I didn't look. That's a good question. So only that mythic 10 will have it? Yeah. If that's the case, you can still do a 9, which would be significantly easier than 10, just because without that third Mm -hmm. affix, you'd still get a 900, so... Well, it's, I guess it won't be too easy because if it's close to a plus 15, but like a today's plus 15. Right, so. but even a, a plus 15 with only, or a plus 14 right now is fairly difficult, but a plus 14 that only had two traits wouldn't be nearly as hard. True, yeah. And I think they slightly nerfed Fortified and Tyrannical. Oh, huh. They nerfed, I think, the, the damage on Fortified and maybe the health on Tyrannical, something like that. By like 10%, I don't know, something like that. I think they also changed uh, Necrotic. What did they change on that? Oh yeah, it falls off out of combat now, that's really nice. Oh, hmm. So no more waiting for your tank to drop his stacks. Yeah, that speeds it up, hugely. So that's what's going on with the Mythic Dungeons. It's cool. Uh, 905, I like that. I look forward to seeing my worthless loot on Tuesday. But <laughs> And Delirian, we had some notes in here about Cathedral of Eternal Night, but what were you going to say about that, Delirium? About no, nothing. Pieces? Uh, that wasn't me. That must have been Bindak. Hmm. Yeah, I was just looking at the loot in there and just couple interesting pieces um that's the new dungeon that's opening on tuesday um there's a agility trinket in there with a damage proc i have no idea if it's going to be any good but hopefully it is because it's just another chance to get a decent trinket um there's a blood relic with true shot cooldown reduction so marksmanship hunters will probably want to try and get a titan forged of that and there's more true shot reduction there's an arcane relic with kill command damage. So BM hunters get in there. Yeah, that'd be nice. Although I think I, I still, that's the one piece that, that, that I need. The one relic that I need is an arcane relic. Although Scorpion, uh, the first boss in Nighthold certainly drops. Uh, I, is there, I think it's kill command damage on the, uh, yeah. that arcane yep. relic <clears throat> that actually drops a couple of good pieces. Uh, in terms of relics, uh, as far as that that raid is concerned, but still having another source of that would be, for me at least, is is would be nice. So yeah, so that's the new dungeon that opens on on Tuesday. So that'll be good. And then uh, we had some sort of tips in here for for patch day of what to do. Some good things here. You said uh, probably Bendik or. Delirium, I don't know which one you suggested this, but you're saying, hey, don't open those Mythic Plus chests until you get your artifact knowledge to 26. It's probably not a bad idea. Yep, get a couple million more AP if you do that, if you just wait an hour. Mm-hmm. Huh. I've said in the past that the cache attunes to whenever you looted the cache, not when you open the cache. But it doesn't right. hurt to wait. But this one is the chest, not the cache, right? The one that's inside yeah. your order hall? Yeah, it's the chest. Oh, but that also uh, applies for the Sunday and Monday emissary. As long as you don't turn in the quest at the end of today or tomorrow, you just wait and turn it in. Then you won't loot, or you won't get the 
chest yeah. until after you have the AKA bonus. Yeah, and if you really want to min-max, you could hold on to... Don't open your Mythic Plus weekly chest until Sunday until you get AK-27. <laughs> I don't know. That might be a little bit too hard to, to resist. <laughs> a little yeah. bit too long to wait to get that extra attack power. Although, that's a good way. So, if you want to, like, see, if you open it, if you wait to get AK-26 and then open it right then and there, that's a good way to ensure you probably will get crap out of your your chest. But if you wait till Sunday, (laughs) well, no, you know what will happen. If you wait till Sunday, uh, you'll still get garbage. But what will happen is you'll get something that you, like, got in raid, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, that week would be my guess. That that's how that will work, right? <laughs> so if you'd open it on Sunday you'd like, or Tuesday you'd had something would have used and then instead you'll get the drop later in the week. So, yeah. That's not too bad. That's like a kind of a win-win really because either way you get something that you need at least in that situation. Yep. But that's it. Yeah. So, well, we're coming up on 5. Let's do a couple couple more things here. Um so when we did have a, a listener Q&A, this was uh, from uh, at Row Wow from, from Twitter and said, out of curiosity, can any of you Beastmaster Hunters sum up in a tweet or two what's wrong with the spec trying to relate? I don't know the, the full context of that. <laughs> Although I think Beastmaster's gotten a lot better. Um, That's your shoulders talking. It is my <laughs> shoulders talking. <laughs> So with the shoulders and stuff now, would you say there's no downtime? Is that oh, there's none? still some downtime. It's just reduced by a lot. It's reduced. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. it's much more active now. You got to pay attention to a few more things. It's just it's just it's much more enjoyable. Yeah, honestly, with the shoulders, I feel like I'm just like shooting beasts. Like I just shoot beasts. Mm-hmm. Like the, like I don't shoot bullets or arrows. I shoot beasts. It's really fun to watch and play. <laughs> and like you said, you, you likened it to uh, the old survival spec with the explosive shot uh, procs. And it does feel kind of like that, right? Like I said, when you see that dire beast pop up, especially if you're you know, using that one with the pack, you know, it does feel a lot like it did with uh, explosive shot back, lock and load yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly. It just felt like that to me. It's just every time lock and load propped back then, it was always fun. It's, this is what that feels like. Remember that yeah. one tier when you got extra lock and load procs? You had a chance to not consume your lock and load proc. Yes. And so sometimes yeah. you have a chain of like ten in a row or eighteen <laughs> oh, in a row. Oh god, that was so good. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, it was just so ridiculous. I would just sit there spamming my three key, which was my explosive shot, and. uh and just giggling because I couldn't believe it was still going on. Right. And that happens with Darby sometimes. Like, I've had occasions where I, I like cast Beast of Wrath and then I'll start firing off my Dire Beasts. Mm-hmm. And before I can cast anything else, I've just cast so many Dire Beasts that Beast of Wrath is available again. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It is. And then, you know, you have to wait for Beast of Wrath to run out. I mean, it doesn't make it be silly to overlap it like that. And then I guess what do you do? I mean, do you, when you get your, then you get Dire Breeze proc still happening, you know, the, you know, do you want to kind of, do you just fire them off anyway or do you, do you save them up until you 
are able to cast that next next bestial wrath, so you can start the, you know, have those apply to the cooldown there. I usually overlap them if if there's two charges of Dire Beast. Mm-hmm. So that that's the only case I would bother overlapping the bestial wraths. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because you know you don't want to. You know, it feels weird to like fire off a uh, dire beast. To, you know, without yeah, without getting without, cooldown reduction. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> you, you know, that just seems wasteful. Um, but that's what's amazing. It's just like this one little thing that this these shoulders add. This giving this one extra charge to to dire beast, and then when you start looking at the tier set, the two piece and the four piece bonus, this is all this great synergy that it has with the the spec as a whole. And so you get all this, you know, the, the, it just reduces the cooldown of Bestial Wrath even, even more. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, we're going to make people jealous if we keep talking about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was ex- really excited to, to get it. And then it was just like, once I started playing with it, I was like, wow, you can't, <laughs> I didn't believe I can't believe I, you know, it's like a microwave oven, right? You know, can't ever imagine life without it kind of thing. It's long like internet. Like, what did I ever do before the days of internet? I don't know how I survived without these shoulders. <laughs> so, well, you had a pretty hard stop, I think, today, Delirium. I don't, I don't, why don't we, we'll do this, Allie. We'll save your history of hunters for next time. So we'll have the next show. But I do want to get to that okay. at this point. But because uh, I think we've covered everything we wanted to today, as far as seven point two goes, it drops on Tuesday. So we'll and we'll talk about our thoughts and experiences with that next next time around. But on that note, you have been listening to episode two hundred fifty seven on the Hunting Party Podcast. I am Dark Brew from the Brewhall dot com and the Brewhall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild dot com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, you can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have these links available in the show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com, or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Heal us alive. Keep your eyes on the beast. Dark lady, watch over you. All right. All right. Good deal. Thanks everyone for the chat room for listening. Yeah. Appreciate it as always. Hopefully you hit the record button. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been recording the audio. Yes, yes. Not like the. All right. Things. No, this is actually what. Well, I don't want to jinx it. Well, we're done, so I guess it's okay. But I'm afraid I'll lose the recording if I say anything about how smooth yeah. it seemed to go technically this time. <laughs> Mobs in my traps I'm
let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Kilchidim, Magdamar, Ascalor, Gruul, Cthulhu, and Razorgore, Onyxia to Ragnaros, which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Maligos, we even killed the Kama's ghost. Stop the kill. 